Hi everyone, I'm Tavi Nasir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that explores some of the challenges and opportunities leaders face in today's increasingly complex, fast-paced, and interconnected global market. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tavi Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that provides both virtual and in-person leadership keynotes, corporate trainings, and consulting services that will help you to improve the way you lead. To learn more about our services and some of the companies and organizations we've had the pleasure to work with, visit our company's website at tamanasir.com. And while you're there, check out my award-winning internationally acclaimed leadership blog as well. And with that, it's time to brew up another Leadership Espresso Shot. In my previous installment of Leadership Espresso Shot, I talked about how we can learn to value failure where we're not just being open to failure, but creating opportunities and space for our employees and ourselves to learn from those moments of failure. For this episode, I'd like to explore the other side of this equation, that of success. The interesting thing about success is that while we have no problems making lists of successful organizations or individuals, we have a harder time defining what a successful version of our own organization would look like. Granted, most of us are rather effective at developing strategies and goal setting. And yet, how many of us have a clear definition or vision of what a successful version of our team or organization would look like? What would it take for us to feel successful in the long run beyond simply achieving our goals or targets? As there is no one-size-fits-all answer for this, here are a series of three questions you can use to start a dialogue with your team to help you figure this out. The first question is, how does this fit in with our organization's values? One of the reasons why we have a harder time defining success is because many of us are still operating from a reactive standpoint, where our decisions and actions act only in response to what we see our competition doing, or as a result of what we encounter or experience. Another reason is that most discussions on successful organizations or individuals focus more on the various steps and actions they took to achieve the goals for which they are now lauded, without appreciating the context behind why they were compelled to attain those outcomes. In both cases, one key element that we fail to take into consideration is our values, of those attitudes and beliefs that not only define what we stand for, but which also serves as our moral and ethical compass to help us determine which actions would allow us to attain our goals with integrity. Achieving success in the long run requires a mindfulness in ensuring that the goals or targets you set forth don't conflict with the values and shared purpose of your organization. To do otherwise will not only impact the level of engagement your employees commit to this effort, but it can also damage the level of trust they have in your direction and vision. The second question is, how will this help us to move forward with our shared purpose? In addition to your values, another factor that should define what success looks like for your organization is how it connects to your shared purpose. When it comes to success in business, it's easy to focus on obvious measures like profitability, 
how much of a market share we've accrued, and whether we get our products and services out within or under the expected time frame. While these are critical for any business, it's important to remember that these are merely the desired outcomes from your efforts. What's required instead is the context of how it helps your organization to move one step closer to achieving your shared purpose. If you want to instill that sense of success often associated with those organizations and individuals we all respect and admire. Framing these outcomes within the context of your shared purpose is also critical to fostering both a sense of ownership in your employees for their collective efforts, as well as a sense of accountability for the outcomes created from those contributions. This is what will allow your organization's success to move beyond being something that benefits a select few to including everyone in your organization. Because if they're all committed to your shared purpose, moving one step closer to that goal becomes a success that everyone can enjoy and appreciate. And finally, the third question you should ask to help define what success looks like for your team and organization is, why will this success matter? Once you've ascertained whether this success honors your organization's values and helps you move one step closer to your shared purpose, you need to ask the question, why will this success matter? After the accolades, attention, and congratulations are gone, why will achieving this goal or outcome matter to those you lead? What will it create or instill in your employees to generate further momentum to keep at it? to fuel their resolve to achieve more or to surpass their present achievements. For success to matter, it needs to go beyond pragmatic measures such as profitability and market share and connect to what matters to those you lead. It means that what we define as success is not only specific and tangible, but personal, so that your employees view it as being their own success and not just the organization's success. In this way, your employees won't simply feel successful by association. Instead, your collective success will also be viewed as their own personal victory as well. Success should also be something that's not transitory, as is the case with most external metrics. Rather, the success you aim to achieve should inspire and sustain employee investment in your shared purpose, as well as renew their drive to do and be better. These three questions can serve to not only encourage a dialogue about what success would look like for your team and organization, but they can also open up the conversation to discuss the nature and value behind your collective efforts. The simplicity of these questions also ensures that you don't get bogged down in processes or methodologies, but focus instead on what ideas, insights, and assumptions arise from the conversation. For that reason, don't feel concerned if the answers are not apparent or that they require much thought, deliberation, and discussion with your team to discover the appropriate response. If you've been listening to my podcast or reading my blog for some time now, you'll know that being effective as a leader doesn't mean you need to have all the answers. On the contrary, it means having the ability to ask the big questions, questions that will encourage your employees to challenge their assumptions, that transform obstacles into opportunities to stretch and grow, and that enable your employees to believe in your shared purpose and their ability to achieve it. 
As renowned management thinker Peter Drucker once said, the number one difference between a Nobel Prize winner and others is not IQ or work ethic, but that they ask bigger questions. So what does success really look like? As you can now appreciate through this discussion of these three questions, that all depends on what you want to accomplish, and in particular, why that goal or outcome matters to your shared purpose and to the internal drive for meaning found within your employees. And on that note, we come to the end of another Leadership Espresso Shot. If you Google the phrase, what is success? You'll get almost 3 billion search entries, which just goes to show you how many different answers we can come up with for what success looks like. This is why I wanted to address this idea in this edition of Leadership Espresso Shop, because while we all want to be successful in our efforts, what would make us feel successful varies from person to person. So. I hope this episode and those three questions will help you and your team gain better clarity over what will make all of you feel successful in the contributions and efforts you make for your organization. And when you pair this episode with my previous Leadership Espresso shot, where I delved into the true nature of failure, you certainly have a much better compass with which to help guide your team going forward. So if you haven't checked that one out yet, I'd like to encourage you to check out episode number 78 to get that full and complete picture. Now, if you enjoyed learning about this or other insights I've discussed here on my leadership podcast, and you'd be interested in having me share them with your employees, I'd like to invite you to fill out the contact form on our website at tavernasir.com so we can start that discussion. You can also check out my speaking page on our company website to learn more about my speaking services and the kinds of topics I cover. In the meantime, I'd like to encourage you to share this or other episodes of my podcast with your colleagues and employees. The easiest way to do this is to simply share a link to my show's podcast page at tavernasir.com slash LBC. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review my leadership podcast on your preferred podcast platform. And with that, I'm Tavernasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe. Leadership Biz Cafe.